Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Good to be back here with you. If the podcast has helped you, blessed you, if you would share it on your social media, we appreciate that. Um, happy to have you here. I want to read to you from uh, Jude uh, chapter 20, and I'm going to read verse 21. And this is a key that the Lord showed me. Um, really, it was one of my, uh, in the, I mean, it's been a number of years, but one of the, the greatest revelations that's helped me to understand how spiritual life works. And it's the difference between spirit, soul, and body. And we've talked quite a bit about it on um, on this podcast here. But I want to read it to you um, here, Jude 1, verse 20 and 21. And it says, but you, dear friends, must build each other up. Wow, this is a bad translation. The NLT does some things really well, and then they do some things very, very poorly. All right, so let me get off the NLT here. And ye beloved King James, stick with good old King James. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Our spirit man is where all of our spiritual activity comes from. That's why it's called the spirit man. So when you talk with the Lord, he speaks to your spirit. He doesn't speak to your mind. Your mind always plays catch up to your spirit. But for many people, they never get out of the realm of the mind. They never get out of the realm of reason and get over into the realm of the Holy Ghost. A lot of times what you hear in your spirit will contradict what what things look like. The Lord could give you some advice. The Lord could give you some direction. And it could be a direction that makes you feel like, man, this goes against everything that I'm seeing. There, there's actually been things that the Lord has spoken to me about the stock, the stock market. Hey, this is going to turn out this way. And then everything I'm looking at in the natural looks like, ah, that maybe it was a pizza dream or whatever. But then it's the Lord. It's, it's, it's the Lord leading you. And then sure, time always tells the story and things work out the way the Lord says they work out. And then you... I look back and you're like, man, that was the Lord trying to help me. And so the Lord will speak to your spirit. And so for all of us, it's getting our spirit man stirred up. And that's why praying in tongues is so valuable and praying in tongues on a daily basis, taking time every day to spend time praying in tongues and pray as you go. You know, if you're driving, pray. If you're, you, you can be doing other things where your mind is unfruitful. Your mind is like not paying attention. You know, there's, if you're doing manual labor, if you're doing work that doesn't require you like deep in thought, that's a time where you can pray and you can just pray. And then you can think about the scriptures or you could whatever, but you just pray, right? And think things through. And the Lord will, when your spirit man stirred up, be able to speak to you. But it's also, it's also where miracles operate out of. It's where your faith operates out. Your faith isn't in your mind. And so when you, when you realize that it's less about people ask me questions, well, how do I get out of my head? Well, it's not even about getting out of your head. It's just, how do you get into your spirit? Uh, saying, how do you get out of your head is like saying, how do I stop thinking about an elephant? You know, the moment you say, I'm thinking about, you think of an elephant, right? So there's got to be a counter action. And so you start by getting over into the Holy Ghost. And so there's times where it's like, man, I, 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 there's times where I'm stirred up and I feel like praising the Lord and things are going great and I'm seeing victories. And there's other times where time passes and there's things that have to be done and life happens. And then man, I woke up and I don't feel like praising, but I know that in my spirit, I want to. My spirit man wants to. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. The spirit man desires to worship the Lord. The spirit man desires to be in joy. The spirit man desires to praise. And so if I'm not there, that's kind of a warning to me. All right, stir yourself up. And then he says, keep yourselves in the love of God. People say, Lord, I need more love. I need you to pour out your love on me. I need to have... and and. By all means, I mean, you want to have revelation of God's love. 
And maybe that's what we mean when we say that, but it's almost like, Lord, I'm lacking love. Can you pour in? I'm in a low amount, but it's really stirring yourself up, you know, and then you speak the word and you, and you dance and you worship the Lord and, and you taking that step. That's why the Bible says, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. So we take the first step in response to what God has done for us. We're not just sitting waiting. I'm just waiting for the Lord to give me some revelation. No, you draw in, you draw into the Lord, you press into the word, you, you draw in. And so you have to pay attention because the devil will try to rob you of your joy. Number one, if he can rob you of your joy, he'll rob you of your spiritual strength. The moment your joy goes, you know, there's been people that I've spoken to over the years and they come to me and they say, hey, um, I'm just trying to organize my time right. I've been pressing in, you know, to the Lord. And I say, awesome. And then I look at them and I say, are, or, or there's one time specifically, I looked at someone and I was like, hey, are you doing all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm doing good. You know, I've just been spending a lot of hours pressing into the Lord. You, you sure you're doing okay? You look sad. Well, you know, I've just been, what do you do for fun? Oh, no, there's no time to have fun. I'm pressing into the Lord. Okay. Well, when you start to look like your joy is diminishing, you're not pressing into the Lord. You're doing something wrong. You're, 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 you're in the flesh because in the spirit, there's joy. And so obviously there's times where we consecrate ourselves like prayer and fasting for our flesh is not joyful. But in the spirit, it's joyful because you're spending time with the Lord. You get into the presence of God. There may be a hardship in the flesh, but it's joy in the spirit realm. When the, when the flesh goes quiet and the mind goes quiet, it's, it's so awesome to fast and pray. At first, it's a struggle, right? But then when you actually get over into the Holy Ghost, it's like, this is the best thing I've ever done. I'm feeling, I'm feeling such strength spiritually. I'm advancing spiritually. And so there's a joy. And so you have to look because people spend their time in the realm of the mind and then that's not where joy operates out of. That's not where faith operates out of. And then they hit, get into a, a, fi- a fight spiritually and, the, and they can't get over into the Holy Ghost. So getting over into the Holy Ghost for me is just getting out of the realm of the mind. And there's, there's actually warning signs for me that I've begun to realize. Number one, my warning sign is if I don't feel like reading the word, then I'm out of sync with the Holy Ghost because my heart desires the word. My spirit man thirsts for the word. That's the natural thirst of the spirit man. So if I'm in a place where I'm not desiring the word, then I need to spend more time in the word. I need to realign my taste buds, my spiritual taste buds. If I don't desire to praise, then I need to just overdo it and spend extra time in praise because then until it's coming out where I, I'm going, I'm out in public and in my heart, oh, I just love you, Lord. Just, and there's a joy, there's a praise that's coming out. You can get it where your default is praise, where you don't even have to try to praise, but people don't stir themselves up. And so there's warning signs. The other warning sign is condemnation. If I find myself in condemnation, you know, there, there's a balance because you're disciplined, right? So you're, you're a disciple of Christ. So you're disciplined. So there's things that we do on a daily basis. We spend time in the word. We pray. There's things we do. But there's always, you know, there's always someone who's doing more than us, right? There's always someone who's going through a time that the Lord's having him press in, and then you catch wind of this person who's spending five hours a day in the secret place. And you're like, man, I, <laughs> I don't have five hours. I work. I try. I do my best. And so there can condemnation can come. But condemnation for me is becoming a warning sign. If I'm feeling condemned about my relationship with the Lord, let me reevaluate. Lord, and you know what it really is, is just having a heart that's willing to change, a humble heart. Father, I belong to you. If there's anything that I'm doing wrong and you want me to change it, I'll do it. If you want me to add things, then I'll do it if you want me to. But I'm not just doing what someone else is doing. Someone else goes on a 40-day fast. I'm not just going on a fast because they're, they're going on a fast. And I'm not going to go on a fast 
or I'm not going to not go on it and then feel condemned because they're doing more. Lord, when you speak to me, I'll do it. You know, this last year, that's what it was. I'd never been on a, my longest fast was like nine days, which I guess is uh, extended, you know, if you talk to most people. But but for those people I know have gone on 40 day, 21 days is a common thing. And I'd never done it. In the beginning of this year, I started watching one of Evangelist Jonathan's programs on the second of the year. And I was making breakfast for my wife and I. And I started watching one of his programs on fasting. And as I was making breakfast, no, no, intend to, no purpose, no, not intending on fasting, hadn't heard from the Lord. And then while he was doing that, I was saying, you know, I need to probably fast today. Let me fast today. And then the more he spoke, it's like a grace came on me. And I was like, you know what? I need to do this. I need to, I need to fast these 21 days. And, and I had such a grace. It was, it was easier than some of the previous four-day fasts that I did just because I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to touch God and God's going to, you know, you can, fly, you can fast out of the wrong the Lord's spoken to Evangelist Jonathan about doing a yearly fast. And so, Lord, if you want me to change, I'll change. If you want me to do anything different, I'll do it. But I'm not comparing myself to other people. When you find yourself comparing yourself, it steals your joy. You get used to it. You got to get used to it that there's someone, hey, this person won 150 souls. Man, I won four souls this week. You know, I can feel bad that there's someone else, but I'm, I'm, you know, this week I went on vacation with my wife. We went to Sarasota. We spent a few days. We had a nice vacation. And so I spent time in the Word. I spent some time in prayer, but I wasn't studying the Word. I wasn't like, I mean, I read the Word. I wasn't like hours in study. I'm going to do that next week. So I could feel condemned. But then I realized, hey, if I'm in condemnation, the Bible says in Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ, who don't walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. If I'm walking after the spirit, if I'm in the spirit, I won't feel condemnation. It doesn't exist there. So if I'm feeling condemnation, I'm in the flesh. So that's a warning sign for me. That's a warning sign. Hey, I need (laughs) to, let me go talk to the Lord and get this right, because I'm not carrying this condemnation around. Now, if the Lord's been speaking about something and you're not doing it, repent and do it. If the Lord's been putting on an amount to give and you're not doing it, repent and do it. I'm not talking about disobedience. I'm talking about where you're doing what you know to do. You're open to receive new instruction from the Lord, but you carry around a weight because someone else is doing something else. Condemnation comes. Oh, you know, I haven't praised enough. If you're feeling like that, I haven't praised enough. Just stop and praise him. Just go for it in the Holy Ghost right now. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I honor you. Lord, I worship you. Lord, you're wonderful. Lord, I bless you. There's no one like you. Father, thank you for saving me out of the kingdom of darkness, translating me into the kingdom of your son. Lord, I, th- I love you with my whole heart. Lord, with all my soul, I worship you. With all my spirit, I worship you. With all my love, I love you. Lord, you're awesome. There's no one like you, Lord. Not in all the heavens and all the earth. There's no one like you. You're the ancient of days. Lord, I can't wait to see you. God, when you come back, Lord, I'm living for your return. Lord, I love you. I honor you. I bless you. Lord, you're everything to me. You know, at some point, you got to just get started. You just got to go. You just got to go. And it's really, it's wholeheartedness in whatever you do for the Lord. People pray and, they, okay, I'm going to pray for 15 minutes. And, and you know, if you want, if you're, if someone's asleep and you need to pray softly, pray softly. But you can, like the lady did, Samuel's mom, who, who was praying for a child and was crying out to the Lord and was crying out so fervently that no words came out of her mouth. You can pray, you pray fervently. I believe we're in a generation where people just don't go after the things of God hard enough. Like if it's really real and you're going to go after it, go after it with all you've got. 
Someone asked me, what does it mean to purpose in your heart? You know, it just means to make up your mind. Some of us, some people just need to make up their mind. I don't care what anyone else does. I don't care if I want people to know I'm a Christian. I don't want to be a closet Christian. I'm not going to get embarrassed about Jesus and about his word when I get around people. I'm not going to get embarrassed. You know, I made a covenant with the Lord that if I see someone famous, that I'd share the gospel with them. Just as a standard, I'm, I'm not going to be embarrassed by the word of God. King David in Psalm 119 says, I, I will speak of your word around kings. I will not be ashamed to tell of your laws. I refuse to be ashamed of the God. It's the only thing I'm living for. You want to describe Ryan Yusta? You, a, a child of God, a Christian who doesn't care what, what non-believers think. I'm the outspoken kind. You purpose and you make up your mind. I've made some life decisions. I'll never deny the Lord. I'd rather die today than deny the Lord. I'd rather be tortured and die a slow, painful death than deny the Lord. It's the only thing on earth I'm living for. I've purposed in my heart. That comes from a place where you get preaching like that, put in your spirit. But it starts with you just stirring yourself up. You stir yourself up, stir yourself up. Some of you, some people listening don't even know what it means to be stirred up. You stir yourself up. Lord, I'm coming after you. Begin to talk to the Lord like that. Lord, I'm coming after you with my whole heart. You'll surprise yourself, but you can't let your mind tell you what your spirit, where its limits are. I'll say that again. You can't let your mind tell your spirit where its limits are. You stir yourself up. Everything starts in the Holy Ghost, and you start by stirring yourself up. Praying in tongues, praise, worship. You go from the spirit, man. I don't care what I look like. I belong to Jesus. I'm bought. I've made up my mind. People can do what they want. I will serve the Lord. I'm going to speak up about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Well, I'm stirred up. Praise the Lord. (laughs) We love having you on this podcast. Thanks for joining us. That's the time that we got for today. We'll see you on the next one. God bless you.